discuss. But yeah. That's fine. And I'm so, down for whenever the fuck that is and whenever I have enough money. <laughs> because sometimes you're a broke ass bitch. Sometimes you're just broke and you can't do shit about it. Like 60% of the time, all of the time, I'm broke. <laughs> <laughs> That's life. That's life. You want to really start is. now the intro? Yes. Okay. Yes. I'm like, Queen. this is it. It's our first one. It's our first one. Like, wiggle in. <laughs> wiggle out the nerves. <laughs> first episode. First episode. So welcome, everybody, to the first episode of Mostly Messy Podcast. We are so excited. I'm your host, Melissa. And I am your co-host, Jacqueline Amy. Are you pumped right now? I am so pumped. So what's new with you? Is there anything like that happened this weekend that I or our listener or our listener? (laughs) I'm like, I'm like, hi, best friend. (laughs) Um, Is there anything that we should know? So, well, it's crazy. I, up until this weekend, I had so many things that I wanted to talk to you about, but then this weekend happened and it kind of like, I feel like it's more necessary for me therapeutically to talk about it now. Okay. Uh, so <clears throat> I had my stepkids this weekend and I love them. I love them. They're amazing. I couldn't imagine, you know, my life and my marriage without them. However, <laughs> we, so we have them every other weekend. So I'm, I'm used to, you know, we have like our regular daily activity. And then when we have the kids, it's a little different. And, um, this weekend, um, my stepson thought it would be fun to just like completely test my patience. I don't, I don't know if he knew he was doing it, but he was. And something that is really disturbing. And the only reason I'm bringing it up is because I want to get your take on it. There is this mystery thing that happens when he goes into the bathroom. And (laughs) (laughs) so there's the sink. And right to the left of the sink is the hand towel. It's conveniently located right there for you to use when you wash your hands. And then on the opposite side of the bathroom, uh, closer to the toilet, I have this little towel rack and it has like very strategically placed decorative towels, right? Typical normal activity. Well, the towels only when he is here. There is one towel that always gets moved and he crumbles it up in a ball and he just sets it back on top of the towel rack. And here's my beef with it among many things. But my major beef with it is that he doesn't wash his hands when he's in the bathroom. So what is he using that towel for? (laughs) Like that. Wait, how do you know he doesn't wash his hands? I want to know like what proof you have. So we make fun of Cody. It's a thing because where our bathroom is located, like if we're all in the living room or even in the kitchen, um, we can, you can hear the toilet flush and whatever. Cody is coming out the bathroom before the toilet is done being flushed. And it's just like, it's a thing that we like give him a hard time for. Um, so I know that he doesn't wash his hands. You never hear the sink. Um, and you know what, this is what I always tell my family and, and some friends too, is that, the flusher, what is it called? Like a, like a flusher knob. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's door knob. I say that. It has a <laughs> lot, those, that, that shit has germs on it. So if you're yeah. flushing like after 
you wash your hands, your hands are fucking dirty again. Because what happens when you wipe yourself? You flush the fucking toilet with that hand. It's a dirty lever. It's a D- dirty, yeah, lever. Okay. Your dirty, your dirty bathroom hand is touching the lever. But anyway, I'm sorry. I just know my stepson. We're yeah. talking about a kid who would rather go into the bathroom, turn on the shower water, and pretend that he took a shower. Uh-uh. Like this is the same kid. So like, I know that he's not washing his hands. So my question is, what is he using the decorative towel for? I'm like, is he wiping pee off the seat? Like, I, oh, my mind is my going to very dark places. Have you asked him? <laughs> Have you asked yes. him specifically? Okay. Yeah. And you want to know what his answer is? Yeah. I didn't use the towel. But then. I know. I, I have I have process of elimination. I know that it's him. <laughs> I'm certain. I am certain. <sighs> Fucking little shit. What are you going to do like, about it? I know. And I tell. I. I'm, I mean, I'm at an age, we're at an age where a lot of our friends have kids, but, um, Justin started having kids when he was a kid. Mm. So my kids are older than everybody else's kids. So, um, it's, I can talk to this. I could talk to my friends about certain things, but, but at the same time, it's not totally relatable because all my kids, uh, all my friends, kids have toddlers and babies and stuff like that. So they don't, I'm like, oh, you're in for a real fucking treat. Because let me tell you, a 12 year old boy is like, it's more disgusting than a gas station bathroom. Like oh I just, I can't, God. Oh my I love God. him. I love him, but he just does things. He just does things. And from what I've heard from grown men, they're like, oh, that's like totally normal. Like that's how I was when I was a teenager. Ugh. I'm like, ew. So anyway, teenager. Um, also, so what's new with you? Oh yeah. Okay. So <laughs> last weekend, oh no, no, no. Sorry. Last Monday, I got a micro needling facial. Oh, how was that? It was, it was great. Um, I was a little nervous because I guess like if you're putting needles in your face, is that invasive? I guess it's semi, but then people call injections non-invasive. So what is considered invasive? I mean, I feel like anything that is like penetrating your body is invasive. Like a tattoo is invasive, no? Yeah. I I mean, I guess they call injections non-invasive maybe because it makes it sound like less surgical. Yeah. I I don't know. I don't know what the, the real rules of that are, but so for anyone listening, if you don't know what a micro um, microneedling is mm-hmm. like, can you explain that a little bit? Sure. I'm going to look it up because I'm bad at describing things. Um, <laughs> I think it's like a group. If, if I'm not mistaken, this is not from Google yet, but okay. it's like a, she used a skin pen or a derma pen, which has like needles in it. And then it goes into your skin so that your, <laughs> your fucking <laughs> face can like regenerate Okay, so it's like a or cells. Right. Okay, what is micro needle? So while you're looking that up, did it hurt? Was it so she numbed my face. Um Okay. She put like a a cream on top that numbed my face. It, mm-hmm. I, it sat for like fifteen to twenty minutes and then she started. There were parts that were definitely uncomfortable, which was like crazy because I thought it would be more uncomfortable in certain places, but it was really uncomfortable right here. 
and like, like in like and, around your mouth yeah like around my mouth and my nose especially and like under my eye her like oh bitch. yeah but everywhere oh, else sure. everywhere else it was great and um yeah I well your skin her. is glowing you look Thank radiant you. um it didn't look like this a few days ago I was like peeling and um it looks scary but oh, no <laughs> but I do feel like there is a difference in my face I think my pores shrink which is fucking amazing well um, I want to try that so okay so should. note note to self and listeners if you are going to get that type of facial you need to give yourself some days for some downtime, oh definitely right? definitely okay. um it, it does say that it, you don't necessarily need downtime as in like you're incapacitated, but your face will <laughs> look red. It's going to look not the cutest. So okay. be prepared to not wear makeup for like a day or two. For um, some days. Yeah. So it's a technique. Uh, la, 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 la. Okay. Procedure that involves repeatedly puncturing the skin with tiny sterile needles. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, I, that, I get the the rejuvenation behind it. I want to try that. I want to yeah, do it. You should definitely do it. And she, <laughs> I went to Hush Spa, wait, Hush LA Spa? What is it called? Hush LA. Hush LA Medical Spa. Ooh. Here in East Hollywood. And um, I loved her. Elena helped me. And it was great. And she does all those like Botoxy and fillery thingies too. she does all the, she does Elena does it all she does it all I've never had any of those <clears> done <throat> which is why I I'm getting these kinds of procedures done because I'm trying this is like no shade to anyone with fillers or like Botox because I yeah. would love to but I'm trying to prevent getting it first so this right is my first step that, hey and facials are great yeah. honestly that's Very good and I want to yeah. try <clears throat> I want to try. I want to try. Try it out. Okay. So you guys, today's episode is all about crushes. Like having like, crushes, being crushed. Having crushes, yes. And like crushingly cringeworthy dating stories. Just Ugh. all about crushes. Crush. And um, <laughs> crush, crush. Aww. I don't think those are the words. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jacqueline. I, I really want to, I really want to get into this. I want to pick your brain and I want to ask you, uh, if, wh- give me your stories. Like, do you have any dating stories or crush, like weird crushes that you have or anything can, that would be related? Let, okay. I will start by saying, um, I do remember one of my first biggest crushes I've ever had. I was in first grade. And I went went to um, a private Catholic school. I was in first grade. And so you were already a bad girl. Oh, I was already bad. Yeah, no, I I was. Yeah, I was bad, but I was good. I was like, I was rebellious in my mind. But like, in practice, I was a good person. Um, So I had a crush on this one guy. His name was Jed. Oh, he's (laughs) Shout shout out Jed. Shout Uh, out to Jed. He sounds dangerous. He sounds like a danger. Um, So we had to wear uniforms, right? Mm -hmm. And I remember that I was wearing my, it's like a jumper. So we Uh had to wear like a white button up shirt and then like a jumper on top. And that, sure. It's basically like an overall with a skirt and like it's plaid. 
It's it honestly, it just sounds very kinky. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't kinky. Um, okay, okay. So I had a scrunchie on my wrist, right? Mm-hmm. And it was like matching with my whole plaid outfit and everything. And I don't know if I specifically did this to get his attention or because I'm just a little shit. I put the scrunchie <laughs> around my leg. Like I put it through <laughs> I put my foot through it and I put it up my thigh. <laughs> Oh God. So like a garter. And I'm like, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. And then uh, a nun came up to me and she's like, yeah, don't do that. And I'm like, okay. Um, You're like, but why? But why not? Um, And yeah, I, I don't know why that story stuck in my head for. Wait, I don't, that is so hilarious. And I could, I can absolutely picture that. And, and I had I, bangs. I had like the greasiest <laughs> little bangs and I was like putting a scrunchie <laughs> on my leg. Calm I can just Jacqueline. picture you with your, your tiny little leg with a garter around it with your <laughs> schoolgirl outfit. It does like, sound kinky. The way it, I'm telling you, I, as soon as you started the story, I'm like, this sounds like it's going to be dirty. Catholic and, school girl. And like, all I heard was like felon. Felony. <laughs> a felonious story. Uh, I'm trying to think of more crushes. Um, is there anything specifically that you have to say about crushes? Because while I think of other ones, I mean, I, with the way my life has gone, when I, when I, you know, when we were getting this episode together a little bit, mm-hmm. I, not a lot of crushes came to my mind, but like a lot of crushing and embarrassing things that have happened to me came to my mind but it is actually funny so your story I had totally forgotten about this but you're a little like your elementary school story sparked this memory so I was in I think I was also in first grade maybe second and there was this kid in my class his name was Madison and all the girls liked him and you know how you change who you have a crush on like every week, Mm -hmm. every couple weeks, it just changes. Like indecisiveness starts in elementary school when Mm -hmm. you can't figure out what guy you want to like. So I had a crush on Madison and he also had a crush on me and (gasps) apparently it was a mutual crush. Okay. And this must've like, I, I felt like I felt like I was the shit and I was untouchable and I wanted every other little bitch to know that Madison liked me that week. So I, um, I wrote a note and it said, Madison, you're my boy toy. Love Melissa. Boy and I, like, toy? How, wait, yeah. what grade were you in? I was in first or second grade. <laughs> <laughs> so I wrote that note and it was almost like, I think the note was more for everybody else than it was for him. And I taped it on his backpack and he saw it. And I mean, I thought he would like it, but he, he, it made him cry (gasps) because he was embarrassed and he told the teacher and I got, I got detention for a couple days. (laughs) Oh fuck. And you were in first grade. Yeah. My mom was like, what, what in your mind made you want to write that? I was like, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but I did know, I did know. And the truth of the matter was I wanted everybody else to know that Madison was mine that week. Was was your boy toy. I peed on him. I peed on my boyfriend in the first grade. <laughs> you marked your territory. <laughs> I marked my territory. I'm like, oh my gosh, if that was not like foreshadowing of how I would be as an adult, like I should have been put in therapy then. Oh my God. <laughs> I, I don't, dude, I don't even think I knew what the fuck boy toy meant back then. 
I don't, I mean, there's no way I could have known that, right? Like I had to have heard that somewhere. No, or maybe it just rhymed and you liked it. Maybe it just rhymed. It was, it rhymed. I liked it. I don't know. My parents let me watch all kinds of shows with them. They watched like Silk Stockings and let me watch it with them. I'm like, who even watched that that show? I don't even know. It was like, it was like kind of like a racy, like I'm trying to remember it. I remember it so vaguely. Like it was kind of like a racy Melrose Place kind Mm. of show, but I think it had like a crime element to it or something. But I, I like, yeah, I liked it. I liked the heavy kissing scenes. <laughs> Silk stockings. Silk I'm like, stockings. mom, dad, I got to go to my room real quick. I'll be right back. <laughs> I do remember the first time I felt something like yes. in my nether regions or just like <laughs> in my, in my little, in my little like five-year-old body. Um, yes. It was probably during Aladdin and watching Aladdin <laughs> and Jasmine kiss. Oh my gosh, you felt something. I think I did. And that's okay. kind of, em- I'm kind of embarrassed now. Don't be embarrassed. This like took a whole other turn, but I'm really excited about it because <laughs> I can relate to that. And it's funny because I think girls, I think little girls feel things sexually before boys do. We, you just, huh. you don't know it. You don't know what's happening. Yeah. That's interesting. <laughs> you say- did you like, did anything happen? Like, did you feel like you needed to act on that? Or no, like... I didn't. I didn't act. I just didn't know what, what happened. I just felt like, ee, like it felt <laughs> like it was like electrifying or some shit. I really have oh no idea gosh. what happened. Just that I liked it. <laughs> obviously. That, I, that is so great to Aladdin. Yeah. In a kissing scene. Yeah. Like That's great. That. I, I used to make myself feel, I would feel those same like little like tingly feelings that I didn't know what they were. Like I would make my Barbies, like Barbie and Ken, like I would make them kiss and kind of like rub their plastic privateless bodies against each other. And my, I remember my mom. But you didn't know what they were doing. You just knew no. that. Like, yeah. I, di- I didn't know what they were doing, but they, they were doing something like I knew it was like rubbing. Yes. And I had to have known it was something like that I shouldn't be doing. Cause I remember very specifically one time I was like, they were getting real deep. Like it was after a dinner and a date night. Okay. They really, you know, Ken was wanting to get it in Okay, and Barbie was like ready for it. Um, my mom came in my room and I, I chucked and I threw my Barbies across the room. She's like, what were you doing? I was like, nothing. (laughs) She knew exactly what you're doing. She knew exactly what I was doing. You guys were, you guys were rubbing. They were, they were, they were rubbing and loving. <laughs> How, cr- oh my gosh, we were like, I, I want to say we were weird little kids, but I, no. I think that probably a lot of other girls were doing that. I think that everyone goes through it. It's just kind of taboo to talk about it because girls are supposed to be so fucking like, I don't know. I mean, especially back then we were supposed to be like good little fucking girls and so not, good, not too loud, not too brash. You know what I mean? And, um, Oh, all of that. Yeah. I remember I had a best friend, um, Nicole, she was one of my best friends and she had like, I think she had an American girl doll. She mm-hmm. was like the epitome of like the, um, not like, um, like real American girl, but like the franchise of American girl. Gotcha. You know what I mean? So very like, like, I'm not going to say uppity, but American girl is a type of girl. It's a, it's a type. She was a, she was an American. She was very bubbly and like, like scholastic, almost like, Oh, Oh, very like about, about school and like 
horse riding and like let's bake a pie like a she was the perfect child yes basically she that's was what the it perf- is like the model child of the perfect child yes and that was okay. not me and maybe that's why we got <laughs> along so well or maybe that's why I wanted to hang out with her because I was like you know maybe I'll be accepted more this way oh my god that's <laughs> sad <laughs> we'll talk about we'll, we'll put a pin in that aspect of it and we'll get in episode. that later <laughs> <laughs> so so tell me, so what about, her name was Nicole? Yeah, Nicole. Oh my gosh. She had, a, oh, you were saying she had American Girl dolls. Yeah, she had an American Girl doll. I have no idea where I was going with that. Um, Damn it. But let's talk about crushes. Like, oh. do you have any crushes? Oh, wait. Or do you want to talk about dating? I'm down for either one. I mean, I have, I have a crushing dating story that let me let me start by saying this people person one person listening (laughs) Jacqueline (laughs) Jacqueline so there is when I say there's a small handful of people that know this story I mean like me the person that was there and like two of like my closest friends maybe so um this isn't something that I have shared and I'm going to share it because that's what this podcast is about it's about sharing things and talking about things that you know maybe you feel like are too taboo or embarrassing to talk about we're just gonna put it all out here yes queen put it all out okay let me try not to make this story too long but there's just there's so many moving parts of this story so I was dating this guy, like talking to this guy. What I mean, isn't that what we used to say back in the day, like in talking. our teens and like early twenties, like we were talking. Yeah. Talking. So we, we didn't have title, um, but we were exclusive, I guess at this point. Okay. Um, we, it was probably, we're into this thing like a few weeks at this point. So it's okay. nothing very serious. And um, we had gone out on some dates and he had hung out at my house a couple times. I never went to his, okay. which looking back on that, he was a lot older than I was. And by a lot older, I mean, probably like seven years, but that's a lot when you're in your early twenties. Yeah, definitely. Like very early twenties. <clears throat> um, so we were dating and, um, we hadn't, we hadn't like gone all the way, okay. like, speaking of, I need to ask you a question right now. I need to settle something. What are the bases? Because okay. I, that's exactly what I thought you were going to ask me. And yes, let's settle this now. I need a consensus. First base is macking, right? Like, okay. Like sure. Scamming, scamming, making out tongue action, right? Frenching, Frenchy, Frenchy, (laughs) Frenching. Um, second base is what I understand is hands. Okay. So, so when you say, okay, this is what I said the other day. So my husband, Justin, God bless him because poor guy, I'm going to probably talk about way too much about our personal life on this podcast, but we were having a conversation the other day and I like, I, I loosely threw into the conversation what I thought second base was. And he was like, wait a minute. He's like, I don't know what kind of slutty field you are playing on, but that is not second base. And I thought second base was like, like like hand jobs and like yeah. finger stuff and yeah. hand stuff is yeah. that not what it is that's what I thought it was okay same I feel like we're gonna need to look this up 
Okay, but at some point, let's let's keep talking about it because I'll look I'll look at the answers after we're done talking about. Okay, it. so what I thought, you know, first base, second base, third base. I thought third base would be like like oral stuff, okay. and then like all the way, whatever. So we hadn't gone all the way yet is what I was getting at. But I just, I needed to ask you that because so you, you've so... only gone, you went to third base. We, um, okay. So third base is oral. Like you said, third base is oral. Yeah. So and then we had is, is yeah. like D and the P D and the P. Yeah. Exactly. Or like, you know, whatever, whatever you're into, <laughs> it's all the way. Okay. Um, so we hadn't gone all the way yet. Mm-hmm. And, um, <clears throat> this one particular weekend, we didn't really discuss what each of us were doing in our personal life, but we had, um, you know, we mutually had separate things going on. So we were not hanging out that weekend. And I, um, my family like rides dirt bikes and quads and all that, like, I don't know, like white people shit. I don't know. It was, it was whatever. It was like part of my life growing up. So we're in the desert. I'm with a family and a bunch of friends and we're all hanging out in the desert, riding, whatever, whatever. And, um, this guy, let's, let's, let's just, let's just call this guy. Um, let's just call him Jake. I don't know why that came in my head. Um, let's just say, you know, Jake and I are texting back and forth and he's like, so what are you doing? And I was like, oh, I'm here. And Jake and his friends also did the like writing in this, that, and the other. He was, I think he was a bro. I think he was a bro if I had to put, put a label on it. So he's in the same place, you know, he's writing also. We're like, no way. We're like, we're in the same place right now. We're writing in the same place. How crazy. So we decided that that night we would, um, we would meet up. He's like, just come over to my camp. Like I'm, I'm over here. I'm at mile marker, whatever. So I go over to his camp and I meet some of his friends and we end up going, he had like a, you know, like those big fifth wheel trailers or whatever. So he had a fifth wheel and we go into his fifth wheel and I'm like, it's, it's happening. It's going to happen. Like we're going to, we're going to get it get, on. We're going to get it on. I knew it. I felt it in my loins <laughs> that it was going to be that night. So <clears throat> we're like, we're like just getting into the swing of it. You know, things are happening and, um, there's a crazy pounding knocking at the door. Da, 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 da. His friends are like, Jake, Jake, your fucking wife's here. Your wife's here. And I'm Shut like, the fuck up. <laughs> oh oh my yeah. God. Yeah. And I'm sorry. I'm, you're still like a baby when you're in your early twenties. And let me tell you, there's nothing in your life leading up to this point that prepares you for that, that you don't learn about this shit in school. Your mom doesn't have a, you know, a mother daughter sit down with you and say, Oh, Hey, sweetie, you know, someday this is going to happen. And like, you don't read about it in fucking chicken soup for the teenage soul. (laughs) There's nothing that is preparing me for this moment. So I hear the pounding at the door and right away my first, so obviously I had no idea he was married. I wouldn't, that's not my game. That's not my get down. So I think it's a joke in this split second of a moment. I think, oh, his friends are like giving him a hard time because like we haven't had sex yet and they probably know that. And like, you know, that maybe things are going down. So they want to like ruin it, like how guys do, whatever. Before I could even like process this or even ask him, like, is this a joke? I see the look of panic on his face. I'm like, oh my God, this is not a drill. In the middle of it. Yeah. So 
things stop obviously I see the panic on his face like I see his whole life flash before his oh, eyes like oh my god like he is it's an oh shit moment for him and I'm just like oh my gosh I don't want any part of this I don't want any part of this drama like this guy's wife is here holy shit you know how they say like when you have an adrenaline rush um it gives you like superhuman strength yeah like have yeah. you heard that mm-hmm. so um when you have a crazy adrenaline rush also, it gives you the ability and power to liquefy yourself and flatten your body like a mouse. Because the best idea that we could come up with was for me to jump out of a window that was barely the size of my fucking head. So I jump out this window that is also like 12 feet off the ground. It, like, oh my God. Cringing. So I somehow jump out of this back window that's not facing the where the door is to his trailer. I jump out the fucking window. I hit the ground. I'm pretty sure I sprained both of my ankles. I'm, you I'm, naked? Half, I'm like pretty much all the way naked. Like in the shuffle of things, I was able to get a couple things on like a sock and a boot and one pant leg. And I'm holding the rest of my clothes. Like this was just a very low moment. Oh so I'm on, I, I hit the ground. I still like the, the panic that I feel is like, I just can't even explain it. So I'm, I'm sitting on the ground trying to kind of like scurry and throw on the rest of my clothes. And then I realize, Oh my gosh, I only have one boot. Like I don't have my other boot. Oh my God. And, and, <laughs> and, and like, I know that I'm going to have to ride. Like I, I had ridden, um, I had ridden a dirt bike or a quad. I don't remember what I was on. I had ridden it to his camp. So I'm like, I'm gonna have to ride back with one boot and explain to everyone <sighs> like all this. So before I could even process, um, like what I was going to do or like even realize like, Oh my gosh, I have one boot. He opens the window and he chucks my other boot out the window and it hits me on top of the head. Oh my God. This is the worst story I've ever heard. Actually, that, that I'm is sure the, there's worse, but like this is a pretty bad story. That is the entire story. It was, fuck. it was the most embarrassing rock bottom moment oh, I ever felt. Fuck. The 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 humiliation of sitting in the dirt with two sprained ankles after you've jumped out some dude's window, like. And then to ha- be to be hit in the head with your own shoe after you find out <laughs> that he has a wife. Oh my gosh, it was the worst. Like to this day, if if I just like if that story pops in my head, I'm just like, oh god, like it. Oh. I, I like I I can't sleep. I can't sleep because it's so embarrassing. Um, I never talked to him again. Obviously, uh, I he tried to call me and text me a few times and I don't think, um, blocking someone's number was like a thing at that point. Um, but I surely never spoke to him again. And I didn't speak a word of that story until probably, I think it was like about a year ago. I told my best friend this story and she was in tears crying. She's like, how have you never told me this? I was like, because if I said it out loud, then that means it happened. (laughs) How do you recover from that shit, dude? Yeah. I don't know. It, it was you, really okay. Hard. So after that though, did you get over him like right away or did it like kind oh. of take you a while? Oh no. I immediately was over him. Cause like I said, it was, I wasn't super invested. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I liked him. I enjoyed, mm-hmm. you know, hanging out with him and texting with him, but I surely was not like very emotionally invested. I think I was more upset with my, 
I was more upset with myself because I felt like I had done something so wrong, but like, obviously I didn't know. Yeah. Um, but now it's funny being a married woman now. Cause I was like, first of all, I'm sure I wasn't the first time that he did that. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, especially with his friends, like being, okay yeah. With it and, I don't know. Yeah. Like looking back, like at this the time that I'm at in my life now, like being a married woman and stuff. And I'm so fucking crazy. I'm like, first of all, there's no way. I mean, I like to think that there's no way that, um, that my husband would even be able to get away with that. Like, I feel like I would know, but thinking of some girl jumping out my, my trailer out the window, like I would, I would fucking murder her ass. (laughs) Like I would kill somebody. Dude. I mean, my husband would never do that, but you, you get what I'm saying. But that's the thing, like, you know what's funny? It's not funny, but it, it, why does it happen this way? And I'm not defending anyone in the story. Of course. Just saying, why is it that you would kick her ass, but you wouldn't kick his ass when he's the one who fucked up? Oh, I would kill him. Okay. Like, he wouldn't even be alive. No. And, and it's funny you say that actually, because really what it, it really should be. Uh, the married person that is in trouble, which is funny that you said that because I feel like, um, in, you know, relationship culture, I feel like it's so natural for all of us to get mad at like the other woman or the Mm -hmm. other guy. And maybe it's because, I mean, I want, I would like to talk to someone about that and and see what is that? Yeah. What is that? Maybe it's because if we don't hold our, partner fully accountable then maybe it leaves a a small window open to like forgive them I don't know Hmm. but me personally I would just kill them both yeah so (laughs) Hmm. I mean in your case you truly didn't know I truly didn't know but I mean the boot in the head that just (laughs) like as as if everything in that story as if everything wasn't bad enough like like Oh That's my god. The gosh. fucking icing on the cake, basically. It was the icing on the cake. It was like literally I got slapped in the <laughs> face, but only like bopped on top of the head. It's like how much worse can this shit be? Oh, okay, I can get hit in the in the fucking head with a boot. Cool. Yeah, but, I can still hear the sound of him opening the window and then slamming it shut. I'm like, did you even look to see if I was right here? Dude, that is so <laughs> fucking degrading. Like Oh my God. What an asshole, right? That guy is a piece of shit. Hey, you're that a guy is a shit. piece of shit. I've always, I've always, um, I've always, not always, but there have been <clears throat> times where I've been curious to know, like, like, I wonder if they're still together. Like, did she ever know about that? Yeah. Like what I just, I would have loved to be a fly on the wall to see how that panned out for him. Like when yeah. she got into the trailer, you know what I mean? And I can't believe he still hit you up. Like what, what transpired that he still hit you up. Like, was it him? What is it? Okay. Was it even him? Because it could have easily been his wife. Were he and his wife good? Were they like not together anymore? Like, yeah. Like, what's the story there? But we don't want to talk to him. <laughs> we don't want to talk to him. So many questions, no answers. All I know fine. is now I feel like I have to prepare my 15 year old stepdaughter for something like that. Like, in like a fire drill, like a fire drill only like an accidental mistress escape situation. Oh my God. <laughs> I feel bad because you had no idea. And I know that's what hurts me. Truly. Oh, and it, I, I, I will say 
long-term effect, and I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, maybe a little bit of both. It did make me very, um, like, I would say it's, I take a long time to like fully trust someone or feel like I like know everything about them. Cause I'm like, if you really want to hide something, it, you can do it. You know what I mean? Like, but maybe now that I'm older, like, I think as you get more experience with dating, you know, like the right questions to ask and mm-hmm. you know what red flags to look for. Cause now looking back, it's like, why is this guy that like has a good job and like a nice house and he's successful and he's seven years older than me or whatever it was. Like, how come you're coming to my apartment with like my roommates or whatever, but I never have gone to his house because now, now as like a, you know, mid 30 woman, like that would be a red flag to me. It's a tall tale sign basically. Like it is. Yeah. There's questions there. But then when you're, when you're so young, it's like, you don't want to see those. You want to see past it and you want to be like, this is, this is, I'm the exception. Like this is everything's all good. Like, don't, you just don't think anything bad is going to happen to you. You're selfish as fuck at early 20s. So selfish. You the think world that, revolves around you. And the, the things that you want to happen are happening for you. And whatever isn't happening for you is against you on purpose. Oh my gosh. Isn't that the truth? That's it's exactly so fucking true. And it's sad. That, it's sad, but we all do it. We all we do, do it. Especially we have, when we're we young have to go through it though. That's the thing. Yes. If we haven't gone through those kinds of traumatic experiences, we wouldn't be where we are now and we wouldn't understand empathy for like other totally. people, you know? So totally. I completely agree. I and wish that he... didn't happen to you, but I'm kind of, <laughs> I mean, like we're grateful that it did, I guess. I mean, it, it makes for a good story, but yeah. also it was the most fucking embarrassing thing. I mean, other embarrassing things have happened to me, but that by far, like that takes the cake because I can't even think about it without like, like that story makes my butthole pucker. It makes me so uncomfortable. <laughs> like seriously, like you have a reaction still. Yeah, I'm just like, yeah. oh no. Yeah, I, I don't like it. Like PTSD. Uh, <laughs> um, I have a story that is kind of it's it's pretty bad, but it's not like your level bad. It's just like truly embarrassing. Um, I just want to hear it. Okay, I'll try to make this concise because I don't <laughs> remember a lot of details. So. I do remember seeing this. Okay. So you know how outside of like a gym before they open up, they're like, Hey, like sign up and you get like a, uh, a good deal on this thing. If you sign up for this package for the gym, blah, 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 blah. Sure. Yeah. So I think it was for, I think it might've been for in shape or crunch or like one of those littler gyms. And there was this really cute guy that was like helping with the signups or whatever. So, and I, I had just been freshly broken up with. Um, oh no. Yeah. So I was in a, I was in a dark place. So I was just like looking for any dick, honestly. You just, you, <laughs> you, you were like, I just want someone on top of me just, and inside of me. Just in my mouth, wherever, <laughs> in my ear. I don't give a fuck. In and around my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> so. Cause that um, is the way to get over somebody. It is. It is. It is. I, I mean, yeah. it, it covers up like the hurt, right? It doesn't yeah. get rid of it. But anyway, <laughs> so uh, he he and I exchanged numbers somehow. And um, on Valentine's Day, I remember going out to dinner. We went, it was me, my mom, and my cousin. We went to B-dubs, Buffalo Wild Wings. You oh, know, B-dubs. B-dubs. Sure. 
And I got a little drunk because I was like, it's Valentine's Day and I'm single and I'm out here with my fucking parents and my cousin. Like, who the fuck am I? And I had a couple drinks and then this guy texts. He's like, hey, what are you doing? Like, you want to watch a movie? And I'm like, yeah, fuck it. Why not? So I I told my mom to drop me off at the movie theater. Uh-huh. And so I met up with this guy and he's like, Hey, like, why don't you come in my truck? Like, let's smoke a little weed. And I'm like, okay. So I was (laughs) in his car. Mind you, I haven't really smoked successfully. Like none of my smoking sessions at that point were successful. Like like you, like you didn't get high from them or they weren't fun. They were like, like, they weren't enjoyable, but I was like, you know what? I'm single now. I'm different. It's going to be different. So yeah, like this will be, this This will be a better This is the one. This is the one that's, this is my my time. Yes. Sure. My time to shine. (laughs) So we smoke and then we go in the movie theater and we're sitting there watching, um, I think it was like a Kevin Hart movie. Oh my gosh. Kevin Hart and like Ice Cube or I don't know. Okay. So And the whole time, okay, so the movie theater is fucking packed. It's because it's Valentine's Day. It's Valentine's Day night. People are going out on a date. It's it's national date night. Yeah. And like we got tickets like super last minute. So we're like right in front of the screen and I'm like watching like this. And the whole time in my head, I'm like, I don't know what the fuck I'm watching. Like this isn't even fun. Um, So... (laughs) Right after you were movie. not laughing, you were not laughing. I can't even remember. I truly like that's this is the what I remember, Melissa. This this is where it gets crazy. So I told him I was still feeling like tipsy and maybe like I was crossfaded because of the weed, and like I'm like oh hey I need to go pee real quick. Can you wait for me? Mm-hmm. And he's like yeah sure. So I go in and I get this weird stomach ache. And oh no! Like, yeah. So full transparency, like I take a, a shit. And then, like, I, I hold on to the walls because I'm feeling really fucking dizzy. Oh, my gosh. So oh my I wipe gosh. myself and I, I wash my hands. Once I walk out of the door of the bathroom, I fainted. I you fucking, did not. I fainted, dude. And I and then all I remember is, like, waking up and, like, having my, my head held in someone's hands. And they're like, hey, like, are you okay? Are you okay? And they're like, yeah, she's fine. She's fine. And I, Dude, I was just like apologizing to that guy. I don't even know his name anymore, but um oh my gosh. That was like I'm pretty sure that was the last time we ever spoke. I was like, <clears throat> dude, this is so fucking embarrassing. This has never happened to me ever in my fucking life. And oh my, mom, my gosh. My mom's picked me up. They're like, "Are you okay? What happened?" I was like, "I just think I was like a little drunk. I I I don't know what happened." Um it it's just horrifying. Can you imagine that is out- that is with a oh my gosh, that is so horrifying. That, that's what I'm saying. Like that's that was probably my mo- one of my most horrific dates I've ever had. Oh, that no, that's a good one. That's surely horrific because you're like you already have a broken heart. You're hanging out with your moms and your cousin on Valentine's Day. There's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. No shame. No. But in your vulnerable state. Yeah it probably was a big deal because you wanted to be with a man and then you finally get with your man and, and you think that this is going to be the one time that you get high. That's going to turn your experience with smoking weed around. It just, it was like, it just, it was like, come on, isn't that piling on? The universe (laughs) was kind of like, no bitch, no bitch. Today is not your fucking day. Go home. 
And I'm they're like, like well, you I'm know gonna what? make the yeah. most out of it. <laughs> but the universe yeah. is like, you're gonna shit, and also, guess what, bitch? You're gonna faint. <laughs> I was just happy that I washed my hands before I fainted. Because imagine if I didn't, and I Good just for took, you. I just freshly took a shit, and then I fainted. Like without washing my hands, I would be like really bad. <laughs> why? Why am I like? I feel bad. I feel really bad for laughing, but like obviously don't. you survived. But like, why am I dying laughing? Picturing you, like the the part that gets me is you holding on to the walls <laughs> in the bathroom stall. Like, like I know you're holding on to brace yourself because you're dizzy, but to was- me, it's like. To me, it's like you're holding onto the bathroom walls because you're just like shitting so hard. <laughs> that would have been a better story, honestly. That honestly, that's um, that's but the like shit a was really easy. If you want to know, the shit was really easy. Good. It wasn't violent, right? No, it wasn't violent. Okay, it was. It was very. Um. It was. It, it passed very easily. It, but like I said, good. I got really dizzy after. <laughs> so I'm like, no, please God, don't do not fall down. Please. <laughs> and you're like and I'm passing out <laughs> goodbye and here I, I go I'm just really happy I wasn't concussed because imagine oh my gosh seriously worst date that would have been bad plus concussion <laughs> you poor thing I, I hope that guy's his... okay I hope, I, he's, I hope okay. he's okay too I hope he's okay you know what <laughs> I mean I wish I you could remember his okay. name I know I wish you could remember his name so we could just write him a letter and he was be like, a cute white dude from Palmdale. <laughs> is that why you moved away? <laughs> I mean, I moved away from all the problems. Yes, it's true. <laughs> You're so lucky. I'm still stuck here. It's okay, but you have a good life. So I do. I have a very good life. You do. And um, speaking of having a good life, life can also be messy and um, Hence the podcast. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to introduce for the first time our What's Your Mess segment. So, uh, what's your fucking mess, bitch? (laughs) (laughs) Um, We're going to do this on every single episode because the the stories just keep coming. I was actually really um, surprised and also excited with the response. So we have an Instagram folks. I'm going to do a little plug here. And our Instagram is at mostly messy podcast. So on our Instagram, we put out, um, we put out something that was like, what's your mess? Give us your stories, dating stories, relatable stories, embarrassing, all, all the above, everything in between, anything relatable or funny, or even something deep and emotional that you um, would like some third parties to discuss for you. So I put it out there and the amount of emails and messages that we got was pretty overwhelming because I was not to be negative, but I was slightly expecting to not really receive anything in return because we are so new. That makes me happy. I know. So I have read this email. Jacqueline has not. Jacqueline has not heard any of these. So um, eventually I was like in my head, I'm like, there should be some cool music playing right now. Like, <laughs> what's your mess? Like, what's your mess? Um, anyway, okay, wait, wait, I'm going to real quick. Can we shout out these people or, okay. Do they get to choose if they're anonymous or can we shout them? Like what, what is the deal? Okay. There? So listener, reader, writer, whoever you are, you get to fully choose um, if it's anonymous or not, or not. So obviously, if you want it to be anonymous, let us know. 
We would never, ever reveal your identity. But if you do want your identity revealed, if you're like Jacqueline and myself and you're okay with humility and putting yourself on blast, we will totally shout you out. If you want your social media connected, um, we'll shout it out, whatever, whatever you want. So um, this person that has written the email has decided to stay anonymous because it is quite the sticky situation. Um, At the end of this, I'll remind you guys to write in if you do have something that you want featured on the What's Your Mess segment. So anyway, with all that being said, I'm going to read this email and we'll get into it. I'm excited. Okay. Okay. I know. Hold on. This is, I'm going to put my glasses on because this is something that I have, uh, apparently when you turn 30, your, I, your, my vision especially has just like degraded, whatever. I accept it. I've been wearing contacts since I was like 13, so I have no idea. Oh my God. I feel like this is what I get for, first of all, congratulations, because I, I cannot put in a contact for the life of me. Like hold me down. A lot of people can't. Hold my eye open. I can't do it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that my eyesight degrading is because of all of the times that I've bragged about having good eyesight. It this was is like, what you get, bitch. bitch. Yeah. This, this what is what you get. Said. Yep. So I just, I, I'm not going to brag about anything ever again. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Here we are. Dear Mostly Messy. Oh my God. I'm in the middle of something really awful and I'm literally losing sleep over it. I have these friends. Let's call them. Sarah and Amanda for privacy. I'm pretty good friends with Sarah, but not as close with Amanda. My husband is friends with John, who is, um, who is the, oh, I think she's going to say who the husband is. I think there's a little typo here. Anyway, my husband is friends with John and a circle of guys by default, all of us wives hang out at parties and get togethers. Okay. Let's call Amanda's husband, John. Okay. So Amanda, okay. Got it. Amanda's, so Amanda's husband is John and she's not as close to Amanda. So she has to hang out with I'm gonna Amanda get a blanket and all the other quick. wives. Okay. okay. She has to hang out with Amanda and all the other wives because of the husbands or friends. Got it. Okay. Got it. Um, I recently found out that my friend, Sarah has been hooking up with a new guy, but okay. he's very private about their relationship for some Sarah is Sarah married to anyone it doesn't say it doesn't say um I'm gonna guess not but she is it's from the beginning of this email she's closer friends with Sarah than she is Amanda got it Amanda is who she's friends with kind of by default I guess um so uh he's very private about their relationship for some unnamed reason very long story short in this small world that we live in The guy Sarah has been banging. I love that she wrote banging. That's my favorite. Uh, The guy that Sarah has been banging is Amanda's husband, John. (gasps) I can't. I've already read this, but I still can't get over it. So she said, um, I was shocked and completely caught off guard by this. My husband has a lot of respect for this guy because her husband and John are friends. Um, So my husband has a lot of respect for this guy. And also John and Sarah seemed like the perfect happy couple. I have not. Yeah. I have not told Sarah, Amanda, or my husband about my discovery yet because I am complete. I'm at a complete loss and I don't know what to do. Help. 
fuck me in the ass. Fuck me right in the asshole, right? Oh my god. Okay, so this is not what I was expecting. The, okay, like I said, I I I read this email. I I read through a lot of the emails, and as soon as I started reading this one. Like that was a curveball I was not expecting because at first I was kind of like, where's this going? There's like a lot of people in yeah, the story. I was yeah. trying to, but it's when, when I saw the, what was actually happening, I was like, this is the one, like, this is what we're going to talk about. Okay. So like, so she's asking what to do, which obviously like full disclosure, neither one of us are professionals. No. Um, but I mean, I feel like we're kind of good at giving advice. <laughs> I mean, okay. So I will give my two cents. I, I got to hear it. I and have to I, hear it. I truly think. So this is coming from me, an unmarried person, mm-hmm. but also a person who has dealt with a lot of gossip and a lot mm-hmm. of no boundaries. Okay. I think that this person that wrote in anonymous is a very, very, very good friend Yeah. for one, not saying anything. Um, and just being like, Oh shit, what do I do? Like being very conflicted about it, but totally. um, through all the therapy that I've been through and all the things that I have learned, um, I have learned that sometimes it's just not my fucking business and I do not want this person to get in trouble Right. Um, Unfortunately, it's something that this person has to live with. Um, And that's forever. That's a burden. That's a fucking burden. But it is none of that person's business. And he or she should just keep it to themselves, unfortunately. And this is probably really bad advice, but um, there's nothing to do but (laughs) hope and pray and wish that this fucking information resolves and like gets out of your fucking head soon. Right. Right. Okay. So I have, I have a question. I want to piggyback on that. Um, cause I share a very similar, um, opinion with you. Yeah. Surprisingly, yeah. I know I'm married and whatever you would expect something different. Maybe, I don't know, sure. but what should she tell her husband though? Should she tell her husband that she knows this information? Do you uh, think? <sighs> like it, this is so sticky. It makes me almost want to cry for them because for this person that wrote in, because it's such a fucked up situation. If I was married and I had a husband, I would probably tell him, sorry, I would probably tell him because it's so overwhelming that I don't know what to do with it. You can't shoulder it on your own. No. And I, but but then again, it also is none of my husband's business. True. But I would tell him. Does yeah. that make sense? Does that make sense Yes. It um, does make sense. It does make sense. But truly, like, it, it really is none of his business. But at the same time, it's like, it's so painful for me to carry this. Like, please carry this with me. <laughs> please please carry this. No. And I mean, I totally get why she wrote in and she um, is in thing. such a spot. No, you want to, this is, this is a total side note. Um tangent a little bit you know how I know that I'm crazy how (laughs) because after I read this with all that was like with everything being said my mind because like obviously I relate with her because she's married and this and that I'm like trying to imagine myself in this situation the first place my mind goes to is 
why the fuck is my husband hanging out with somebody and such close friends with somebody <laughs> that cheats on their wife? <laughs> Truly, right? No, but, but I, wait, know wait. That's, I know that's not realistic to think that way because maybe he doesn't know. Does Okay, so Sarah is the one hooking up with John, right? So Amanda Sarah is married to John. John is hooking up with Sarah. Yes. Okay. And this the writer that is written to us, mm-hmm. she's she's good friends with. Well, she, she didn't say how good of friends, but she's friends with Sarah and More she's than friends Amanda. with Amanda. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, she has to see Amanda, you know, often because of this like friend circle that they have. Which I mean, we can all relate to that. Like, we all have friend circles where, like, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, we have some of those where, like, they are my friends, but. I met them and they're my friends now because, because our husbands were friends. You yeah. know what I mean? So I'm trying to put myself in this situation, but. Okay. Can I, I, mean, can, I can I ask you a question? Does, yeah. does it say anywhere that Sarah knows that John is married? So no, well, it doesn't specify. I don't think so because let me see. I'm like this. Uh, I mean, unless, okay. Truly, unless it's an open relationship and Amanda knows that I know what if she knows what if she knows and then all of a sudden their like sexual married life is like put on blast or something see we don't know anyone's business we don't know so but the thing is I don't think that Sarah knows that he's married because um Sarah it says that Sarah's been hooking up with a new guy but he she said that he's very private about it for some unnamed reason so Mm -hmm. I don't think that she knows that he's married which is unfair because I mean boot on the head situation I can relate and Sarah's not even given a choice like whether she wants to be a mistress or not which it sucks um or maybe can I put something else out there of course maybe Sarah if it is an open relationship, which I don't uh-huh. know, maybe it is, maybe it isn't, but let's just say for hy- hypothetical reasons, um, yeah, it is an open relationship. Maybe Sarah does know their arrangement. Maybe. And maybe Sarah is keeping it private on purpose. Just saying. Just putting it's, it up there. So if I was, um, if I, not saying you should do what I do, but my opinion is, um, I would probably like, depending on how close her and Sarah are, I feel like it sounds like they're pretty close. Yeah. Um, because Sarah's, you know, sharing her like personal life, like, Oh, like I'm, I'm banging this new guy, whatever, whatever. Yeah. Um, I feel like I would want to, I would want to ask a few mm-hmm. like not obvious questions if I could cultivate some questions to like find out if like how much she knows about this guy or how serious she is. But for me personally, if this were, if I were in same situation, mm-hmm. um, unless you're one of my really good friends and also I have my own solid, like no plausible deniability proof, mm-hmm. I'm evidence. not going to say anything. Yeah. Evidence. Thank you. It, unless I have solid evidence and you're one of my close friends where I would expect you to also tell me, I just, I would stay way far away from this. I would stay way out of this one because, um, not to say that all guys that have affairs on their wives, um, or people that have affairs in general, I'm not saying that it's like a regular thing, Mm -hmm. but the, um, there is a chance that this is not his first time doing this. And I feel like a lot of times, um, 
the wife knows or the husband knows, like when you're getting cheated on, I feel like a lot of times you kind of have a, some sort you of speaking, it. you feel it yeah, and you either investigate it or you don't want to know about it and you don't investigate it and you kind of just go through the motions of life. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, Sarah might already have a feeling or not Sarah, Amanda might already have a feeling that this is happening. Mm-hmm. And if you're the messenger and you're the one that tells her like, she's not going to like you. She's not going to be happy with you. You don't have any proof. And I don't know, it could just get very, I feel like it could just get so messy. I, I just feel like I wouldn't tell Sarah and I wouldn't tell Amanda, but I feel like, like you, I would also want to tell my husband, because not only do I not want to be in this and shoulder this information alone, I would want to know, um, like, what does my husband think about it? Maybe, maybe my husband can privately talk to John, you know, go get a beer. Or, or maybe he knows that John is in an open relationship and could right. like calm me the fuck down, you know? Right. I, I don't right. know. Um, yeah. I feel like, I feel like a lot of answers are to be had with talking to your husband first. So, um, writer, if, if I was you, I would maybe have a conversation with my husband and find out what he knows about it, kind of check his temperature on this situation and go from there. But for sure, I feel like I wouldn't want me or my husband to be blamed. Cause you know how people do that. And like, in um, tragic and sad situations like this, like something so traumatic as like finding out your husband's cheating on you, if in case that's what's happening. um, I feel like you kind of, you shoot the messenger because you want to, you want to like funnel your anger somewhere. Mm. And I I don't know. I would just, I would want to stay out of it. I don't know if she should tell Sarah because what if that blows up? Like, let's say Sarah doesn't know. And then Sarah like puts him on blast and tells his wife or this, that, or the other. It's It's just too much all around a bad situation. I don't see this going your way. Any, any way that it should, I just see it getting really bad, really, really bad. And no offense to Amanda. I mean, no one deserves to be cheating on or cheated on. Um, I just feel like if you're not that close of friends, like it's just, just don't even involve yourself. Mm -hmm. It's not worth it. And even totally if it is it. your best friend, if your best friend doesn't say anything to you, like, hey, can you help me? If it's advice like that, right. um, and it's if it's unwarranted, is that the word? Unsolicited? Or like unsolicited, yeah. Yeah, do not give any unsolicited advice, especially about something like this. This is just way too big. It's so big. I'm like, I like in a way, I feel very honored that we were involved in this discussion in this predicament now it's our burden (laughs) now it's our burden thanks a lot but honestly (laughs) we're in this with you let's not say anything let's just talk to your husband um meditate a lot (laughs) do some self-care Jacqueline will uh, Jacqueline's (sighs) answer will always be to meditate Meditate. and that might I'm I should probably meditate more (laughs) I should meditate more like like when someone uses my um Decorative towel. I should probably meditate about it. (laughs) Meditate. They're like, what is your intention today? To let go of the decorative towel. That is To let go of this cheese that's stuck on the fork in my fucking sink. (laughs) Oh my God. Like that I know who did it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anyway. But I'm like, but I'm totally fine. 
Yeah, you're, but I'm cool. I'm cool. Um, That's thank really you, cool about it. Thank you for this uh, person for writing in. That was really, really yes. nice. Thank you so much for writing in. And, and for being transparent. Yes. I love it. I love it. And that, honestly, you're like your guys' stories, like obviously we're going to have our own stories, but your stories are going to be what make our podcasts, um, what it is. This is the whole, this is what it's all about people. So if you have a mess, like I said, anything under the umbrella of what we've discussed, you know, there's so many things that you could talk about. Um, you know, are you in a blended family? Do, you know, are you, you have dating stories all well there's so many things but we want to hear all of it so please please follow us on instagram at mostly messy podcast and um you can also email us your messes at mostly messy podcast at gmail.com there's nothing fancy it's exactly how it sounds traditional selling no no weird shit happening there um but we would love to hear it. And we have so many more emails to get through. And I'm really excited to um, discuss more of them. Uh, I was going to try, I was going to read another email and I, I have another email on deck to go, uh, but I wanted to talk about something else that had just happened okay. because it is so funny Okay. to me. It was so funny. And I feel like it, um, it's a, it's another good forum of discussion. Cause I want to hear what you think about this. Okay. <laughs> so we, um, we went to a birthday party this weekend, Justin okay. and myself, uh-huh. and it was like a lot of couples that were there and really nice people. We met some new people and one of the girls that was there, I had never met her before. Um, but she, we just were vibing and she felt very open with me. And we ended, I ended up talking about the podcast and this and that. She's like, I have a story for you. She was like, first of all, if anyone ever starts a story like this, I'm like, yes, she said, tell me, if, tell me if you think this is weird right away. I'm like, yes, my favorite, my favorite. My, okay. Yes. My favorite. Give it to me. Yes. So, um, she's been talking, she's like, she's dating. She's in the dating scene. She's trying to dabble in some online dating and you know, all of that blind dates, all yes. the dates she's going on all the dates, people. And I think she said, she said she was like 20, I think she's like, she's like mid, mid, mid to late twenties. Okay. So she's, you know, she's, she's smart and she's experienced and all this stuff, but she's like talking about like how awful the dating scene is. She's like, you don't understand the weirdos that are out there. I'm like, Oh no, I understand. That's why I'm making a fucking podcast about it. (laughs) (laughs) But she says, so she goes out on a date with this guy and, um, just a guy she, that she met online. She met him. I, I want to say it was Bumble. Okay. Wait. And I think. One. Zoom recording. Okay. So. so Sorry. So she met this guy on Bumble. And I think this had her so shook that since this happened, she deleted Bumble. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so she goes on this date with this guy. And I guess the date went really well because somehow they ended up going and parking somewhere to, to have sex in the car. Okay. And I was like, oh shit. Okay. I mean, sure. And this is a first um, date, right? This is a first date. Okay. This is a first date. Go her. Fuck yeah. Go right. I was like, girl, I was like, I "I love it. Mm -hmm. What did the kids say? Like, I'm here for it. I'm here here for it. I am here for it. (laughs) Ew. Um, 
So she said that thing, they're like making out, things are hot and heavy. And you would think that you would just naturally go into having sex. And I don't know about you. I'm going to ask you a question real quick. Mm-hmm. If you, um, no, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to say if you, when you've had sex in a car before, yes. <laughs> do you, does, do both parties completely disrobe? Like, do you get completely butt naked in the car? Most of the time, no. By the time. Like a quick escape, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, like you kind of like shimmy your pants down, yeah. pull your undies to the side. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever you're into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, well, he got fully naked, and that's not really my issue with the story. Like, whatever. If you want to get fully naked to He's fuck in the car. He's comfortable. That's fine. But oh, he took a long pause because he precisely folded all of his clothes. Like, like, if anything would make me lose my boner, that would be it. <laughs> he folds all of his clothes. And I, I was, I was like, I didn't even know what to say. I was like, the first thing that I thought of, I was like, did he like fold? Like, did he do the stock roll and fold his socks too? And I didn't think she was going to say yes, but she fucking said yes. He took his socks off and he folded them and meticulously folded them. Oh, like he was doing laundry. There There is some shit. There's some, there's some shit there, right? Like he's got some issues. I mean, we all do, but yes. I mean, no, we all do. I have all of the issues. There's a kind of, there's a certain thing where he's like, I can't be prepared until this happens. Like, like I I never want to speak badly about anybody and God knows I have my weird OCD things. But if you're about to dick someone down in the car. You're not thinking about folding. What the fuck? Like, you're going to fold. I don't know why I'm so disturbed that he folded his socks and he folded his underwear. Like, it, I was oh. like, there's, I was like, there's some, there's something weird there happening. Like, I don't know. I just felt like it was a lot of red flags. And, uh, they still is, fuck? They still fucked. <laughs> they how, still did it. How long did it take him to do all that? I, I don't know. I feel like now that we're talking about this. I feel like I should have asked more questions, but I was so, I don't know why I was so disturbed that he folded his socks and his underwear. Like the clothes are one thing, like whatever. Nobody likes wrinkles. Right. But these are questions I would have asked her. I Um, wish you were there with me, but they proceeded to have successful completed sex. Okay. And I asked her, I was like, I was like, did you finish though? And she was like, no. Okay. Which I mean, how could you after that? I don't know. I like, I don't know. I have a hunch that he was probably a selfish lover also. Oh, definitely. If you're, (laughs) if he's going to be like, you're going to wait for me to do all this. Like, yeah. Like, come on. Like, really? You want me to sit here and watch you fold your clothes? No, dude. No. Um, okay. So wait, wait, wait. They haven't spoken since then. They didn't speak since then. It was like, it was a no go after that, but I just felt like that was too good to not want to share. I don't think there's any really advice to be had no, here. It's a good um, story. But like, don't fold your clothes before sex. Come don't, on. Don't do that. Um, don't just, just don't just like, it can wait. Like just, just go with the moment. Like, even if that's something that you normally do, like yeah. wait until like the third date. And you then know, maybe explain like, hey, ex- so I do sure. this thing. Um, sure. Just FYI, you know, yeah. don't don't be jarred. Don't um, <laughs> don't be jarred. Don't run away. I, I this is just something. Uh, this is just a thing that I, that I do. Yeah. Right. 
So maybe that she would understand, like, and and I would be, I would be okay with that. Okay. So the, the only thing that, that makes like that I'm thinking of, cause now I want to deep, deep dive deep into his psyche. Like, (laughs) why would he want to fold his clothes? And sometimes I understand when clothes get lost in the car or in the bedroom and then you don't know where it is. So you want, you know, like, that's why sometimes like if I am doing it in the car, I put it in a certain corner so yeah, I know right. it's there. Right. Because you don't like want to, you know. Yeah, you don't want to leave your panties in someone else's car. Like, yeah. Whatever. Like, and you want to wear your panties back home. You yeah. You don't want the you don't want the denim like rubbing up on you. You're already like a little sensitive down there. It's fine. But folded, folded, fully folded socks and everything. Mm-hmm. I I just obviously if I had to make um, a semi educated guess, which mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't go to college or anything, but I, I feel like I could make an educated guess. And I would say, um, m- maybe he comes from like a military family. Oh, smart. Uh, wh- how, how much did they discuss? Was he in the military? Mm-hmm. Um, or I would guess maybe are his parents very strict where like, you know, folding his clothes and being very clean and organized maybe he would have yeah. gotten in trouble as I was a thinking kid something of something to that nature also yeah another thing too to add on to that was maybe um the first time he's had successful sex uh yeah. his clothes were all folded or maybe he oh, saw so that it was like crazy. a baseball player he's like superstitious yes, like it's he has like do it kind of yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so oh, gosh there's so many things woo! it could be diving deep <laughs> all I know is Poor like guy. If you ever, if I have to watch you roll up your socks, I'm not jumping on your dick right after is what I'm going to (laughs) say. How just, I just want to know how, because if he folded it fast, maybe he is from the military. There's, I feel like I would have to have a second date just so I can ask follow-up questions. Yeah. You know, just, just to know, just so I didn't know the speed of the folding, the speed of the taking off of clothes. Yeah, I think we should all go on a date with him. (laughs) I actually, here's the sad part. I actually know where he works because she told me, and I feel like I just need to add, I just need to just strike up a random conversation. You're telling me after, after this is done, but you like, oh, I'm going to tell you, like, obviously I won't actually do that, but I secretly want to. Yes. Um, let, I'm going to leave, I'm going to leave us on this story. I didn't know if we were going to have time, but I think we have a little bit of time and it's, it's, it's a good, um, it's slightly related. It's a good segue. So speaking of, you said, um, you know, maybe he was folding his clothes so he like, wouldn't forget them and this, that, and the other. Sure. I could think of a time, um, with one of my stories that I would have benefited from like folding clothes and, all of that it, to where I, it would have been a successful divide of the clothes at the end. Uh-huh. Um, I'm going to try not to take too long to tell the story, but anyway, so I am a makeup artist yes. and um, I had gotten hired to, some people know a tidbit of this story, but this is like the whole story. Um, I had gotten hired to do makeup for a wedding. The wedding was in Cancun. Okay. And I was like, cool. This is so awesome. Love it. I'll be there. And I was only there for, I think I was there in total, like 
wheels down to wheels back up in the plane for like, I think it was 26 hours. So I wasn't going there for any other reason than to work. It was work. It wasn't pleasure. I wasn't expecting to meet anybody, whatever. So, um, I go there, the bride invites me to the wedding. I'm like, cool. Like, yeah, I'll go. And I know I was like, I'll go. And then I'll just, I'm going to go back home to, or go back to my room, go to sleep. I had to leave at like four in the morning. Um, well, the best man at the wedding was so fucking hot, like hot, hot to where like, I felt like, I felt like I was like, I actually am socially retarded. I don't know how to, I don't even know how to like properly make eye contact with someone. Like I was so awkward. That's how hot he was to me. Oh my God. And we got sat across from uh, at the reception. We got sat across from each other. So, um, we're like, so happened to be right. Just so happened to be. And we're like awkwardly making eye contact. And I mean, I would like to think that I'm slightly perceptive. And I, I felt like he was like feeling me and I was feeling him, but neither of us would talk to each other. Yeah. And, um, he, we ended up hanging out a little bit at the wedding and then the wedding, it was at a resort. The wedding got shut down because you know, it's time to go, whatever. So he invites me to go out to like this bar lounge place. He's like, Hey, a few of us are going to like go dance and have some more drinks at this place. You should come. And I'm like, no, I can't. I'm like, I'm being lame because I have to leave at four in the morning, whatever. And I had already been drinking all day. Oof. I got to Mexico at like six in the morning from a red eye flight. And I had only pretty much consumed alcohol the entire day. So I'm like, I got to go to bed. And he's like, no, you're coming with me. And I was like, yeah, I'm coming with you. (laughs) So we ended up dancing and drinking and hanging out all night. And something came over me. Let me, let me preface this by saying, I like, I'm not lying. This is total truth telling. I had never had a one night stand in my life. Like ever, like a legit one night stand, like two strangers meet, they rub their parts together and then they part ways. Uh Like that had never happened to me. So I was like, dude, nobody from this wedding is like from where I live. And like, I'll never have to see this person again. I was like, I'm going to be like so nasty and so dirty because he is hot and I'm never going to see him again. Uh So we ended up going back to my room and we were outside on the balcony doing things that like, like I I wouldn't have done that on a first time with someone. (laughs) You know what I mean? Okay. Like I, but I was like, I'm never going to see him again. So I'm going to do and say all the things. And he was like, he was, he was totally like, he was right there with me. I was like, wow. I was like, this is so perfect. The best sex I've ever had. All out on the table, basically. We put it all out there (laughs) on the balcony in Mexico. So, um, (sighs) it's like two hours till I have to leave and we're both still drunk and he's still in my room, whatever. I'm like, let's like try and go to sleep for a little bit. So, you know, I'm not like dying in a couple hours, which honestly, now looking back, I probably shouldn't have gone to sleep. But anyway, um, the hotel room phone was ringing, ringing, ringing. And he's like, Hey, your phone's ringing. And I answer and they're like, Hey, um, your car service is here and they're leaving in five minutes. If you're not down here. Shit. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm in Mexico. Like I didn't arrange any of this. I don't know what to do. So I'm like, Holy shit. I got to go like right now. Mm -hmm. And mind you, I also didn't have anything packed, nothing. My shit's all over the bathroom. There's clothes everywhere. And 
because I didn't fold my clothes and neither did he. I'm just throwing shit into my bag. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I get to the airport and um, he texts me and he's like, uh, you have all my clothes and my money. <gasps> I was like, fuck. I was like, oh my God. He's going to think I'm like so psycho. Like, I can't even believe this is happening. And then I was also thinking, I was like, I do, there's no way that I have his clothes. And I look mm. in my bag and of course I have his clothes. Mm. And I told him I would come back and take a later flight if he wanted me to bring him his clothes and his money. Cause I didn't want him to think I was psycho, but he was like, no, it's cool. And then, um, on top of that, we, well, he had to do like a naked walk of shame back to his room. Like he's wearing, <laughs> he's wearing dress shoes and a robe walking across the entire, or a towel. I don't even know what he ended up wearing, oh my God. but he had to do like the ultimate walk of shame. Like luckily I got to like peace out and fly back to the U S. Um, Oof. we continue to talk and we figured out that we lived like literally down the street from each other. And Aww. And I ended up marrying him, so. Yeah! <laughs> That's so cute. The so there's a little fun story for you. Ultimate fairy tale romance. <laughs> the ultimate, the little girl who had a one-night stand and stole a boy's clothes and married him. <laughs> Ladies, if you want to marry someone, just have a one-night stand and take yeah. all his clothes. And money. Yeah. Because then he is forced to hit you up. Because then he's forced to hit you up. And Thank God he didn't think I was psycho because if I was him, I would have thought I was crazy, but, Dude. but it, it all, it all worked out. It all worked out. People. Uh-huh. That's so <laughs> funny. How many years ago was this? Um, this was in 2018. Oh, I love it. So three years so, ago. So three. Yeah. I'm like, what year are we in? So yeah, we, um, we met, uh, in April of 2018 and we literally started dating like, the second he got home and we've been together ever since. That's so sweet. Isn't it cute? And he, and I, um, I remember being nervous to like hook up with him again, like when we were not in Mexico. Cause I was like, Oh my gosh, like now I've set this bar for myself. Like he's like, I'm like, the bar's here. Like I, like, um, can we go down and like reap, like work our way back to there? (laughs) But no, he's, He's my best friend. He's the best guy ever. He sounds awesome. That's so <laughs> sweet. I love that story. You guys, this has been so much fun. And uh, we'll see you next week. I can't wait. And I hope you listen in. Write, write to us. Tell us what your mess is. And if you have any stories um, that you want to share, we'd love to hear it. Yes. And thank you for listening. And this is Mostly Messy. Yes, ma'am. And you guys, hey, stay mostly messy out there, okay? Bye. See you next week. Bye.